Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast of Appalachian Brewing Company. My name is Mike Parker and uh, you're probably wondering, uh, what are we doing here? Who's this guy? Uh, well, I was invited here by uh, the guy who's standing right next to me. The original brewmaster here at ABC, director of operations, the one and only Artie Tafoya. Artie, how are you? Hey, Mike. How are you today? Doing good. Doing good. So, again, we'll get back to that question. What is this podcast going to be about? And, uh, you know, I just sort of look at it as an opportunity to spread the word about all things Appalachian Brewing Company, you know. And uh, you're the guy. You're the wealth of knowledge. You're the one who helped start it all. I'm just a guy who, who started coming in here about 20 years ago and became friends and uh, worked for you for a short period of time. And so I think we'll sort of just sift through some, some stuff. I think, I think a lot of people will be able to re- relate to either me or you, and we'll, just, we'll talk beer, current events. What do you think? Yeah, Mike, it was really a pleasure to work with you, and uh, we had that opportunity for, I think it was uh, about a year, year and a half, two years, somewhere in there. It's about uh, two years, yeah. So it was a little too short, I'd say, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we really enjoyed working with you, having you here at the brewery, and uh, you set us off on a good path, I think, when uh, you came in the door, you you know, we needed some things marketing-wise, and and uh, the great thing was, is you, you sort of set us on a path, and we've uh, continually gotten better from there, and now we have, uh, we have all of our... Uh, uh, operations and also our events uh, organized down, and, and and we're getting better at doing these uh, types types of events and other things uh, all the time. So uh, thanks for setting us on that path, and and, and again, thank you for uh, deciding to come in and help us uh, with this podcast. Well, it's all about the beer. So uh, simple question for you: what, what are you drinking already? Well, actually, I'm having a little bit of the the Appalachian uh, anniversary Maybach. Uh, it uh, it's, it's it's such a wonderful beer. Love that uh, nice Bach flavor. Uh, just that nice mild sweetness to it. But it, it finishes nice and dry like a lager should. And and it's the perfect beer for celebrating our anniversary. And I've got the uh, Hoppy Belgian Blonde, which is one of your seasonals. And uh, I look forward to it every year. Any I I do. I'm sort of uh, I'll start with light-colored beers and sort of work my way dark, if you know what I'm saying. You bet. And uh, sort of go with the lighter, uh, you know, fruitier, uh, sort of sweeter profiles. And then as I work my way maybe through a couple of beers or a meal, then I sort of end my session with a a, a hoppy IPA and try to compare notes, try to get the full flavor. But uh, you can really do it anyway. Let's talk a little bit again about sort of how how we got to know each other. So... um, I started, you know, I uh, grew up locally uh, up in Dauphin County, mm-hmm. about, you know, 20 minutes from the brewery. And I had some friends who, who worked here back when you guys, you know, opened up back in the in the mid to, to late 90s. And I just became an immediate fan. And when I started, you know, working in broadcasting here in the area at a radio station, I'd get off work and I'd pop down to ABC for a beer and I'd go hit a Senators game, you know. And I got married. Uh, my wife and I started coming in, just uh, picking up growlers here and there. Uh, it just sort of became part of our social calendar to hit ABC on Mugger Monday, you know, pop in for, for a meal on the weekend, introduce new friends when they'd come into town. So it's always sort of been home. You guys have opened so many different locations uh, around the region. But, you know, the original in Harrisburg has always been our, our favorite no matter where we've lived. But, um, you know, you mentioned it. As I, I, you know, worked in broadcasting, uh, some some television stuff, went to Maryland for a short time, 
continued to just, you know, experiment with different microbreweries. And sort of that's when the big boom happened. I'd say, you know, within the last 10 years when other states, you know, sort of got on a trend that, that ABC, you know, pioneered back in the in 97, you know, that was one of the first ones. People don't, people don't realize that, but, you know, it's an iconic brand in Harrisburg and, and across the region. So, uh, I came back with the knowledge of a lot of different beers, and you had an opening for a marketing guy, and I said, well, let me, let me give that a try. So, you know, fun fun things that we worked on together, naming beers, you know, coming up with some, some new seasonals, some new flagship beers, some new packaging, and, um, you know, merchandise. Remember, that, the t- remember the T-shirt that said, I totally tap that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a, uh, I was a little worried about that one, but uh, <laughs> until it started selling, like yeah, that. that's right, <laughs> sold like hotcakes. So when you talk about you know the, the the way that we've worked together, it's just it's always been, it's always been a friendship first. You know, you were you were a good boss. And of course, I moved on to get a little back into the broadcasting world and and some some other opportunities. But so we're just we're just here again. It's it's all, it's all about the beer. So why don't why don't we start there? Walking walking it back to what I talked about. Artie, tell us, where were you in 1997? What what led up to that moment when the history of Appalachian Brewing Company began? Well, you know, I, I was really never supposed to live here and, and move here. Uh, it was not part of the, the original plan. Uh, I was hired, uh, you know, working out of Steamboat Springs, Colorado, uh, as a consultant. And I met uh, my two partners now, Jack and Sean, and... Um, you know they had they had hired me to come in and help them uh, get ABC up and running, and uh, it was it was such an honor to be able to do that. I didn't know much about Harrisburg at that time, and and I thought you know what, uh, hey, you know I'll I'll help you guys out, and and uh, and then I'll sort of just pass the baton, and uh, it uh, so it ended up that I I sold my brewery and ended up that I needed someplace to go. So uh, the guys uh, were nice enough to offer me the opportunity to come here and and uh, work with them. And th- it's been nothing but a pleasure uh, to work with them. But, um, you know, when I look at uh, at this area and uh, what we what we came upon when we first opened here, I mean, we had this huge building. We had this brewing system from the, that we received from Victoria, British Columbia. We moved it all the way across the country. Uh, all the things that we were we would do uh, w- went against probably everything that a book would tell you right now to do when you're opening a brewery, you know. Uh, but but we did it, and we've survived in this building, and and uh, it still has such magic to it that that, that I really enjoy uh, the time that I'm spending here. And and uh, now I've raised my family. Everybody, oh, my girls are growing up, and and it's just been uh, such a great adventure for me. Something that's really funny. You probably have no idea that this ever happened, but. So think of me, I'm a, I'm a senior in high school, 1990, 1995 and 1996, right? And I, maybe we talked about this before, but the, the brewery here is located at, at uh, 50 North Cameron Street. So for years, up until recently, over the past couple of years, they've developed a little bit, um, you know, north here on Cameron Street to put in the, the new uh, um, World Trade Center, Capital View Commerce Center, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, it, but for years, all that was was, you know, a bridge and a big field with a bunch of junk in it and stuff. And then if you know what's behind there on Her Street, there is a, uh, there's a steel mill. And that's where my dad, that's where my dad worked for 40 years. Wow. At the wow. Taylor Horton Steel Mill, right? So 95, 96, uh, labor dispute, and they went on strike. So they used to march up and down Cameron Street with their signs. And he used to tell me when I, when I started working at Appalachian, 
he'd say, you know, it's kind of funny. It brings back memories because we'd be sitting in here like having a beer and he'd look in the window and he'd see these big tanks. He goes, you know, when we were on strike, he's like, we would pick it up and down Cameron Street and they were just installing those tanks in the building. And he said, and it looks, you know, nothing like it does now. And I think that's the thing that, that most people get when you walk in those big oak doors. Uh, you know, you, you you come in, you get the you get the visual. Uh, you sort of fall in love with with the wooden beams and the classic look and the brick of the building, and then you then you discover the beer and you discover the food, and and you sort of go from there. But back to the uh, back to the history, you know. So you get here, Colorado to, Pen- to Central Pennsylvania. What's what's that transition like for you? Well, I think originally it was a little bit difficult. Uh, you know, I didn't know anybody. Uh, my wife and I, uh, our daughter Elizabeth was three weeks old when we moved here. So uh, it was sort of like, you know, this young family, we're moving to Harrisburg. Uh, we don't know anybody. My my partners became my family and, uh, you know, and their families became my family. Um, you know, not not the kind of family that would help you with your kids necessarily, <laughs> but but the the kind of family that that we always had a support group around us, uh, and we were invited to holidays and those types of things. But we always joked about the fact that we were you know we were six six hours away from both of our families. Um, uh, my I was from Colorado and she's from Rhode Island, so we'd drive to Rhode Island, it'd be six hours, and by the time we got to Colorado, most of the times flying. It was uh, it was six or more hours depending on how the flights went, but you know we really enjoyed uh, we really enjoyed doing that uh, and really enjoyed enjoyed our time here and and I'll tell you what Central Pennsylvania has become home for us. Uh, we raised our kids here and it's amazing how you, you you set roots pretty quickly and and they really hold. Well, you had to get right to business because this was a business. This was a business venture, and you were just a, you know, uh, an important you know cog in the machine. But uh, you're the one who's coming up with recipes, uh, you know, creating flavor profiles, sourcing world class ingredients. So where do you start? What are the, what's the first? You you make a list of a couple of beers that you think that you want to you want to create and want to be the ABC flagships or what, what do you come up with a list of four or five and go from there well the amazing thing right now is that you know it is it, it probably even better is I don't have to do so much of that anymore we've got these young creative guys working for us and and they're always they're always pushing the envelope on different things you know I'm still that guy that says hey we still got to have that anniversary Maybach we still got to have all these great flagship beers that people have come to know and love over the last 20 you know 21 and uh, plus years right now so uh, you know I'm the guy who sort of always sort of grounds us a little bit but the amazing thing is we have all these young people working for us uh, and they're very innovative they 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 push the envelope I mean even even as far as this podcast you know i could have never put this podcast together without my team and and the group of people that, that work for me that really or work with me i should say that actually push me to say hey Artie, we got to do this we got to get back we, you know we got to get up into this uh into these newer uh ways to convey information and those types of things and and uh i always uh, uh thank god that i i have these people around me we're going to get into this in future episodes of the show. You know, I'd love to just talk, uh, take, make a segment where we where we take a particular beer and we talk about not only the the flavor profile and the ingredients and what makes that particular style, but also the name of it because a lot of the ABC beer names have have local meaning to them, 
and that goes you know all the way from the you know, the water gap wheat uh, you know to to the mountain lager to you know the hoppy trails to to even some of the beers I have a real interesting story about one of the beers that we named together which was the arrowhead Bach yeah that's so right. I can't yeah. wait to share that one in a future episode but sure. let me ask you let's bring it bring it back here to where you know ABC grew from a single brew pub here although a very spacious one of the biggest ones in America honestly uh, square footage wise multiple floors but you guys then expanded so the idea for expansion how quickly did that happen and how big have you gotten well you know we uh, we started with this big brewery and 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 the problem biggest problem what we that we started with was we were too big to start you know, most most smaller breweries, if you think about it, they open with a smaller brewing system. They sort of grow into it. Then they they either sell that brewing system and buy another one that's a little bit bigger, so it's a step up. And then they may go to the next step, and they may, not, may go to the next step. Uh, unfortunately unfor- and unfortunately for us, we started with a really big brewery, so we had no choice but to find ways to sell. We sold in the outside market. We sold to uh, our friends. We sold to people that, that uh, you know, and, and we tried to grow. But one way we found to grow was to open other uh, breweries uh, that we could sell our products uh, in as well. Um, if we went into an area, um, you know, we could we could f- find our ways, to find a way to sell, let's say, a thousand kegs that year in that location, and that would be great for us. I mean, it really helped us grow and and keep uh, keep all of our. Uh, the brewery going and keep everybody employed and, and all those other things. It became kind of hard, though, too. I assume because this was such a hot spot when it opened, people were like, this is something brand new. They make their own beer. Are you kidding me? This is great. It's Harrisburg beer, right? right. And, and, and you had such good food. It became you competed with other restaurants in the area. So when you walk into these other restaurants in Harrisburg, in, you know, uh, Carlisle, and they say, oh, you want us to sell the beer? You guys are taking all our. <laughs> was it was it hard to find people? You know, because they're looking at you as a, a competing restaurant brand. Did you did you face any of that? You bet. You know, we we felt uh, we felt a lot of that as we grew. You know, we really never let it deter us. Uh, in terms of our growth, uh, you know, we sort of looked at it and said, well, if you guys aren't going to sell it, we got to sell it some way. So we're going to figure out a way to do that. And, and we also, you know, we just, uh, just tried to do the right thing all the time. You know, that was the key in our whole plan was be the right person, be the right, uh, do the right thing. And then, you know what, things will happen for us. And, and we're so fortunate again, like I've, like I said earlier, uh, not only to have the great people working for us, but to have gotten as far as we have in our business, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful. All right. We're back here on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike and Artie hanging out with you today. Artie, of course, the original brewmaster here, kind of the face of ABC, you know, probably just because he spends as much time here uh, as he probably does at home with his family, right? Yeah. <laughs> over the I, years. I definitely have more friends here than I have anywhere else, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that makes a few of us. Uh, there's not there's not that many mug club uh, mugs hanging down there for, for no reason. People love to get away. It's it's sort of the it's the local spot. It sort of makes it uh, personal. I know for years, um, you know, get your name engraved on on the mug. That's a good question for you, Artie. I have a couple of questions for you dating back to the you know the origins of ABC. So number one, we'll get we'll get to the mug club, but let's just start with the name. Is a you you open a brew pub in you know central Pennsylvania? There's a million things you could call it. There's a lot of there's a lot of geographical 
icons, um, landmarks, different things like that. How did you guys settle on Appalachian Brewing Company? You know, we had a list of uh, probably 20 names, uh, and then we, we kept going through the names, through the names, through the names, and, and Appalachian was one of those names. But, you know, we would look at a name and we'd say, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Let's let's do that. And then then someone would go, well, we can't do that because it rhymes with this word or, you know, or something like that. So <laughs> you know how it goes. But you sit there and you go through the whole the whole process. And, and one of the things that we've always done, Mike, is we've always tried to be natural and true to ourselves, you know. And the Appalachian Trail was a, was a trail, is a trail that's, that's dear to, near and dear to our hearts here. It's local. Um, Jack, uh, one of my partners, uh, basically lives almost on the trail. He's only about uh, about an eighth of a mile away, and he spends a lot of his time. Even his son is, has uh, hiked the trail. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things that we, it sort of hit. And, you know, the, the, I think the one thing that, that sort of solidified it for us is he, they said, so how, how far do we want to sell our beer? And I said, well, the, the great thing is the Appalachian Trail runs from, uh, you know, from Maine to Georgia. <laughs> so if we can do Maine to Georgia, that would be great, you know. And we, we could sell all the beer we, we have and, and, uh, and go from there. But uh, with, the, with the trail going from Maine to Georgia, that's sort of been our, uh, our sort of growth uh, plan. And we continue to move up and down that uh, mid-Atlantic and uh, northern uh, down to the southern region. And there's just a lot of lot of things. Like the Appalachian Trail has a lot of history. So, you know, 200 miles uh, or so runs through the state of Pennsylvania. So it is a significant spot. The through hikers are, are coming here in the middle of the summer. It's where it falls. Right. So, yeah, you know, J- July when it's, uh, you know, 103 degrees, <laughs> they're on the trail. They, they would probably wish that you guys were selling beer on the trail. <laughs> yeah, that's right. At that point. That well, we nice. haven't located a location right on the trail yet. But, uh, right. but the you know, up being up in Duncannon, we, uh, a lot of the guys get rides down here. Uh, and come down to our Cameron Street location. It's it's being known for for a good place to stop and and uh, enjoy a enjoy a beer and a, and a good meal for those guys. You know, so it's it's been great. It's a long word, and that's probably been one of our uh, biggest challenges. You know, the word right. Appalachian. Uh, I I think I was here two or three years before I could get it right spelling it. Uh, you know, it's um. It's 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 become our name, and and I'll be honest with you. You know, people refer to us more about more like Appalachian, or instead of Appalachian Brewing Company, ABC, right? So I'm going down to ABC. I'm going down to ABC. If you, if you're somebody outside of this area, they'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, I'm in, right? So, right, right. Well, okay. So Appalachian Trail, Appalachian Mountains, Mountain Logger. Let's start there. If we're going to do this as a regular feature, which, by the way, I want credit for because I just came up with that on the floor. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So let's take Mountain Logger, iconic flagship beer. It's it's a house beer for a lot of people. And, you know, there's there's plenty of domestic, you know, big brewery beers that you can buy out there. But if you're, uh, you know, in this area and you're looking for a, a daily drinker, right, you know, mm-hmm. something to enjoy with with every meal, just uh, it, you can't really go wrong with Mountain Lager. So first of all, uh, the name and then sort of what is Mountain Lager? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's one of our first beers that we developed, and, and it's been such a flagship for us. Uh, what a great selling beer. The, the size of our brewery was amazing. The amazing thing about the size of our brewery is it allowed us to produce lagers because we could give them the time and aging that they needed. If we had a smaller brewery, it'd be much more difficult. But starting with that big brewery again, we were able to do loggers right out of the gate. And this was one of our first 
And I'll tell you what, it's been consistent, it's tasted great, and it's it's really uh, become a little bit more of a, a local hero, you know, in, in right. terms of uh, the style. But we have people who come here for that beer. My partners uh, drink that beer exclusively. exclusively. I know. Much, pretty much. <laughs> I try to get them to go to something new, you know, hey, try this, try that. Uh, they go right back to the mountain lager, and that's fine. You know, it, it's such a great beer, and we're so proud to, to be able to produce it. And simply mountain lager because apple, just, just to carry on one of the first beers, a flagship, a staple of the company, Appalachian Mountains, Appalachian That's Mountain right. Lager. Yeah, it, All right. it fits, the, fits the whole program. Sits around 5% alcohol. Again, uh, one of those beers that uh, y- you, can have, you can have one or two or three at the, at the family picnic and, and not be referred to as Crazy Uncle Artie. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. It's a little bit different than maybe an, an 8% Imperial IPA. Uh, yeah, that's right. We don't want to have that at the wedding. Right. It is. And, and, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's become, uh, along with Water Gap Wheat, which uh, just happens to be the house beer at, at, at the Parker household for myself and my wife, Tara, we always have some mountain lager on, on hand for uh, my brother-in-law, Lenny, and whoever else comes over. They, sure. they, they look for it by name. So thank you for creating such a, such a great beer. And, I, and one thing you mentioned about consistency, I know... I know that it's not always easy to create. It's not as if the same ingredients, you're talking about natural ingredients that grow somewhere in a field uh, that are subject to, uh, you know, wet summers or, uh, you know, droughts, uh, insects, things that can damage a crop. So you're always part of the art of creating a craft beer is not always using the exact same ingredients yet achieving the same taste. And you've been able to do that with, with lager in particular. You know, Mike, that, that, that beer has stayed consistent for us. We do have to adapt and adjust. Uh, you're absolutely right. With the seasonality of, of products and, and the ingredients that we get every year, we have to adjust a little bit for color here and there. We have mm-hmm. to adjust a little bit for the new hops that come in that we buy, many of them directly from the hop farmers in Germany, those types of things. But that Dortmund-style export beer has just been sort of a great, solid beer for us over the years and and we're uh, you know we're so excited to have that beer in our lineup and you know along with that we have so many other great beers these guys are making stuff that that just blows me away right now a lot of our specialty beers are just coming out you know I'm sitting back and going wow this is really innovative it's really cool I love those old flagship beers but some of this new stuff coming out I'm I'm, I'm digging as well sometimes you got to get new to uh to keep people reminded of just how good the old stuff is too, That's you know, right, yeah. it, 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 it brings you back like a like an old friend. All right, switching gears here, Artie. Let's talk a little bit about the food offerings at Appalachian Brewing Company. Some uh, some gourmet pub fare, I would say, is a good place to start in describing the food here. It's it's uh, it's really good stuff. People have their favorites. You guys have specials, some things that are always on the menu. Well, why don't you start off talking about some of your favorites? Well, you know, uh, uh, my, my, my main favorite that I have all the time, I, I order it probably more than I should, uh, is our rockfish tacos. I oh, love yeah. the rockfish tacos. Uh, just the, the, you know, and, and I can't get enough of that honey habanero sauce. I don't know if you've, if you've had it, but uh, I put that honey hob on there, and, and I sit there, and I sweat, and I eat, and I love it. But that, you know, the rockfish uh, that we get is very consistent. We get it from a local supplier here. Uh, as with all of our food products, we buy them uh, directly from local suppliers, again, trying to support local at all times. But, you know, 
the rockfish, the cabbage, tomatoes, red onions, the chipotle cream sauce, um, everything in that just sort of works together. And usually I can only finish two out of the three tacos. Uh, it depends on how hungry I am, but sometimes I get through that third taco. Depends on who's looking. Honey hob, honey hob sauce. That's if, yeah. So, so Artie, when he makes his order here, he orders uh, honey habanero with a side of rockfish tacos. Is that That's right? right. Is? You get your choice of uh, <laughs> salsa or honey hob, and and I I just get both. You know? And and pairing beers with uh, with food is is a great idea too. I know there's recommendations, so it's something we can talk about when you've got a spicy food. What kind of beer do you think you should go for, or is it really up to personal taste? Well, I think that, uh, no, definitely beers, uh, different beers go with different food better. I mean, you know, you follow along the same lines as wine. I think in most cases, you're looking at lighter, lighter wines go with lighter, lighter uh, proteins. Uh, same thing with beer, you know, a nice uh, light uh, wheat beer or lager, great with chicken, you know, those types of things. Um, those uh, rockfish tacos, I always have a nice, uh, nice pint of hoppy trails with that because mm. that the the hot bitterness actually helps that you know it, it quenches your thirst or that the hotness of that honey habanero it just sort of dries it up a little bit and and uh, gets you ready for the next bite but uh, you know those are the types of things that I look at when I'm when I'm pairing beers with the food darker with uh, you know jolly scott with the, with with our uh, our uh, beef tips that type of thing you know just trying to match up and and but what I will say is is Whatever you like and whatever combination you find, everybody's taste is a little bit different. So just because you thought there are these guidelines that say, hey, let's do uh, let's do uh, more hoppy beers with spicy food. You, know, you might might just as well enjoy it uh, with a mountain lager or one of our other flagships. There's beers. really no wrong answer. But if you're looking to experiment, you want to hear from the people who have tried the beers with the food and, and sort of you know, have a track record of coming up with successful pairings. That's one of the things I always liked about the menu at ABC is the suggest, suggested beer at the bottom. Especially if you're new to town, you end up at one of the brew pubs, you're ordering something, you say, what am I going to do with it? Well, you know, we try to take a little bit of the work out of it for you to, to make the, you know, the experience a little bit more enjoyable. At least, at least sort of give you... Uh, a, a good a good shot at succeeding at what you're trying to find. So that's right. Yeah. and you can also uh, uh, grab a sample all, so you can actually eat your meal mm-hmm. and try a bunch of different beers. So the next time you come in, you can say, "Man, I really love that chicken dish with that mountain lager." And right. then you know, next time to, when you come in, hey, I'm going to have the chicken. I'm going to have the uh, the mountain lager. Uh, that type of a thing. So uh, doing the sample all and even, uh, you know, being able to establish that sample all and do it in different, uh, any of our different specialty beers uh, will also allow you to try different food styles with uh, different beers. All right. Well, hey, we hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the brew, uh, the podcast of Appalachian Brewing Company. Uh, Mike and Artie here hanging out. We think we did a pretty good job of, you know, sort of summarizing just uh you know, some of the basics. We wanted to get to know uh, you to get to know who we are, um, you know, talk a little bit about the history of Appalachian Brewing Company. You know, people stop in, people end up here for, uh, you know, a show and they stay for a beer, stay for a meal. You know, it's one of those places that, you know, people tend to either, you know, frequent all the time or they may end up here once or twice a year for something that's happening at you know, uh, at, in Harrisburg at the farm show, in Carlisle and Mechanicsburg, you know, the, 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 car, sh- the car shows over there. Sure. Um, you know, Lidditz has so many different festivals and, and wherever else. 
Anything you want to know about ABC in the meantime, go to abcbrew.com, learn about it, and heck, I don't know, if you got if you got a question that you want, you know, Artie to answer here on the podcast, Artie, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, you can always get in touch with anybody in our company through our website. Uh, and there's a comment section there that you can go in and uh, and get in touch with somebody. We get back to everybody within, well, 24 hours, but usually much quicker than that. Uh, so you can always get in touch with anybody here that you need to through our website. Um, and, Mike, I want to thank you. Uh, you know, this gives us an opportunity to hang out. We yeah. spent a lot of time uh, one office away from each other for, <laughs> for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, it, it, just having you back in our in our building here and, and being able to, to sit back and talk about uh, all the things we love to talk about. Pleasure for me and uh, look forward to uh, the ne- next pet podcast. And hopefully we can bring some of our real talented people in and, and have you sit down with them and, and uh, you can pick their brains as to the direction of Appalachian Brewing Company in the future. All right. Well, I think for the next episode, we're, we're going to get we're going to talk about the beer. Um, we'll see what else comes up in the meantime. Current events, other things happening. You know, uh, you know, company wide and just some, a lot new beers in bottles that we you know we have to talk about too. Um, offerings for you to look for to ask for when you visit your your local you know beer distributor or, or retailer wherever you're buying your bottled beer you want to look for the Appalachian Brewing Company name but I think we'll talk about the ingredients because we touched on that a little bit about how important it is to source great ingredients but I think what we'll talk about is what a lot of people ask well what makes this beer different from the next why does it have a different color why does it have a different flavor and the answer is not because we put a different color food coloring in it or we put a different you know flavor of uh, extract in it the answer is because these are naturally derived flavors that are a result of a scientific if i will combination of of grains and hops and the amount of time that these things are interacting with yeasts and different strains of yeast. And you could literally talk about this for hours. But, um, you know, that's just a teaser. So I think, I think we'll get into that next episode. And uh, I guess that's, that's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Go to abcbrew.com. For Artie, I'm Mike. Thanks for joining us on the podcast of Appalachian Brewing Company.